back to the Optional Boss Podcast. We are Josh and Tyler, and this is episode 28, where we're starting another series of episodes called Critic the Critic. Tyler, how are you? Is it is it going to be Critic the Critic, or Critique the Critic, or Critic the Critique? Yeah. English. Um, well, here here's the thing. We we drop phrases all the time that are completely wrong. Flyover sheets, pissing the dog. Shit like that. So Critic the Critic, I think, is a nice little nod to who we are. I was thinking Critique the Critic. Ah, no, Critic the Critic. We're not we're not fancy enough for a critique. We no, are... <laughs> we we stumble by these episodes and you guys keep coming back and listening. So thank you so much yeah. for that. Yeah, Especially something... those of you who are listening on day one. I was meaning to say, I was like, you know, it's a it's a small little following now, but you know, I check after day at the day do we launch an episode, and there's at least like five or six of you that are just super dedicated, and uh, you know, I gotta say thank you to all you people who are so eager to listen to me when it is available to be done. That is actually a very bizarre realization to have. Absolutely, it's uh, we're we're doing it, Tyler. We're doing it. Thank you, everyone who listens, uh, whether it's on day one of an episode or day 300. I guess we've been past a year now, so 365, whatever. Uh, don't, don't listen to thank on you. the 198. I'm, I don't, not that day, but all the others. Grateful. <laughs> Very grateful. Uh, beyond, you know, thanking our lovely audience, uh, I would say I'm doing pretty, pretty swell. Still, still very in... The depths of lies of P, which I think I'm just coming up on the end game right now, and uh, well, I gotta say this is this is a pretty fantastic game. Um, I'm not gonna go into too much. I think we uh, we went on about it quite a bit last time, and a little I'm bit. At, we we said we weren't going into too much detail because it is fairly new and we don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, and I would say that from where I'm at in the game to go on about anything would be giving off too much. But that said, it just keeps getting better and better as I go. So, uh, yeah, that might that might have to be one that we discuss in the not too distant future. The distant future, who knows? Stay tuned. Who knows? Um, and for the world that, of tomorrow. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give another shout out to this one again. Ah, mobile games. Um, <laughs> Monster Hunter <laughs> Now is still, still kind of all right. I don't mind it, you know? It's just, again, Monster Hunter Pokemon Go, but ah, if you like Monster Hunter, it's, it's actually kind of neat. I'm not going out there doing hunts and stuff like that, but hey, you just pop it open every now and again, whack a lizard with a hammer. It's all right. Say it's that not- was neat. <laughs> so, yep, it's not bad on the old phone. And uh, beyond that, just plotting and planning what I'm going to be playing next, which is, uh, I should I should really get around to Amori and finish off that challenge there. I've so, I've done my part. I've done my half of the challenge. Yeah, yeah. We are we are nearing the year is coming to a close soon, and we're gonna have to start thinking about the things that we thought were the best or other possible categories this year. I don't yes. know. We haven't we haven't thought that far ahead, but we will have another awards, and we will have we, another bossy uh, awards because it can't be annual if you stop it after one year. Well, and given your praise of it, you know, Mori just might end up in there. It might be something. Into, it's been quite a year for gaming. So. Okay, it's. I think it's going to be hard pressed to pull you away from Liza P 
but I think you will have a lot of respect for Amori. I, I, I don't think it's going to be your game of the year. I'm, I'm okay with something that I can still say I really enjoyed, even if it doesn't end up becoming my game of the year. But uh, yeah, and yeah. this, this isn't so much for our audience. Just I'm sending this little rant out in the void. If your favorite game does not end up game of the year, so fucking what? <laughs> I'm That's so sick of do... these these things it's oh it has to win how could that win over this and it's just it's, shut up well and that's why right like when i say game of the year that's just like you know that was the highlight of my personal game of the year game of the year can be whatever the fuck they want to whoever it's gonna be you know if you play oh, absolutely sure i don't know if this banjo kazooie this year that's your game of the year cool honestly that would be a game of the year for some people if it's, it's the first good. time I it's would say free. that. So, yeah, it just, and it doesn't have to matter how grand of a scale or anything. If it was just you had the most fun with it, hell, if it's the only game you played that year, it kind of has to be the game of the year. It was the year of that game. So Exactly. But, yeah, that, that future tangent aside, what, what have you been up to? Uh, I've been pretty much the same as you as Minus the Monster Hunter. I've been doing uh, some Liza P. I'm starting to get good at it. So I'm not so much having as many rage moments. That's, that's and good. Uh, yeah, I've got a couple more games on my backlog now because that never stops. Uh, oh. Eldest Souls being one. Ooh. But uh, as a bit of I wanted some time on the couch, so I picked up my switch, which admittedly, aside from like Blasphemous 2 and like uh, Final Fantasy 3 with the pixel remaster and stuff, I haven't played with my switch a whole lot recently and i want to do that because i got a lot of titles for it that i gotta get to Uh, honestly that's kind of been my issue too since i got the ps5 and it's not even (laughs) so much that i don't want to do anything on the switch because i have the ps5 no not at all but the ps5 has these just nothing i play on the ps5 is a short game no and that's why it's just taking away time from the switch and the pile of games, you know, like I picked up, uh, <laughs> not playing this anytime soon, but picked up Red Dead Redemption for the Switch today just because, you know, <laughs> it's the game so nice. I've had to buy it uh, three and a half times now. Uh, That's a lot. I have two copies on Xbox. I don't think I bought one, but then, you know, I just happened to acquire a second one somehow. And funny enough, neither of them were the first Red Dead Redemption I bought. Because I bought like the standalone disc of Undead Nightmare for Xbox 360. Oh when, yeah, back when like DLC could also be traded as its own separate game if you wanted to for some reason. Standalone I don't know. It's a really expansions. Yeah, like I don't, I don't collect Xbox 360 games, but honestly, it's one of the coolest things in my collection. Just because that's all it is, but it still functions like it's its own full game. Um. And it's not on Switch now. How could I say no? I don't know if it's all on the cart. I need to verify that, but I do believe that at least Red Dead itself should be if it doesn't have the expansions, and that's okay. You know, I really like Red Dead. It's probably my favorite of the Rockstar games, but I digress. That's an open world game just up to us down to the pile. (laughs) (laughs) With everything else. Everything else. So, yeah, I grabbed my Switch and wanted to spend some time on the couch. Uh, You know what I launched and started playing? Something like retro, like via the Switch online service? Yes. Uh, Pokemon trading card game. Ah, for Game Boy? Yeah. 
I actually played through and beat that for the first time earlier this year. I can't remember if I brought that up. I feel like I did. You, um, you did. Yeah, absolutely. And I just kind of, it was just something that I didn't need my pro controller for because I hate those Joy-Cons and I hate holding it handheld personally. Yep. Uh, yeah, Switch Lite may nice be different like because that's it's a proper T-pad, but it is yeah, much more was, comfortable. Yes, it was just kind of the perfect game to just kind of launch, just spend some time with, and put down. It was nice. I'm always a fan of card game games as easy pick up and play kind of games. Yes, I almost did Slay the Spire because Slay the Spire is great. But yeah, it's it's just whatever. Pokemon trading card game on Game Boy it was fun. I Good I times. think if if it were for the uh, other games that I played this year, that would I it would have been game of the year, possibly the year it came out. <laughs> I don't know. I I've never been one for like I I like the trading cards myself. I'm a sucker for them, but like somehow I never played the Pokemon trading card game game and. It's fun. It's just it's just good fun. And it does a good job of like not taking too long, which I think it really helps. Like a lot of the battles yes. are like two prize cards, four prize cards. I think maybe if you're doing gym battles, it might be six sometimes. Maybe. But no, it keeps things nice and snappy. You're never sitting there just bored or thinking like, you know, you're completely screwed over or oh no. Good time. If, if people with the Switch online, if you haven't played it, g- give it a go. Yeah, why not? Uh, especially if you if you like Pokemon in any kind of manner. And I mean, if you're our age, you have nostalgia in some form about the trading card game. So hell. What did they just it. they just put some new stuff on there, too, didn't they? Maybe not for they Game did. Boy, but oh, what was it? There was uh, Mur, Mur, Masa Castle Secret. Of, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like Zelda, Castlevania but... Legends, didn't they? Oh, that's right. That was another thing that they did. And I've actually been like, that's if you're going to put a Game Boy Castlevania on there, that's the one to put on there. I don't know how good it is. I've never played it. But that was, at least at the time, the most expensive one. And I do yes. like, as weird as some of their picks are for the online, they do seem to make a do a good job of picking those stupidly expensive games that you're never going to play because it's like a $400 price tag for a cart, right? Yep. So I like that practice. If they're going to, you know, be super stingy about the world of emulation, at least they're going to give us some of those, which is appreciated. So I want to check that out at some point. You know what's kind of stupid? And, uh, well, may- maybe not stupid, maybe stupid, depending on who you are and how you want to look at it. Um, If Nintendo was selling Super Nintendo games and Game Boy games today, like the, the physical cartridges in stores or even on their store front, yeah. I'd probably still be buying them. Well, yeah, if the hardware was also available at an easy rate like and worked well, for sure. Yeah, like Give me. J- <laughs> it, it would crash the entire collector's market, but at the same time, I am fine with that. I if Yeah. So, this is we, we're, we're going to we take We don't collect some... for monetary value. We collect because we love things. Okay, but admittedly it is funny to see the number go up though. But Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a page from the world of trading card games to say if in a perfect world this would be how it would work. And it's just so when things become super scarce and high demand and prices, you reprint it. And mm-hmm. in doing so, you tank the market, sure, but you make it more accessible, which is good because the reason the market was so high is because people wanted to access it. Therefore, supply and demand. But if anything, it would be demand than supply. 
Yes. Oh, and just, you know, it just you know saves what? the world. <laughs> One thing that uh, Nintendo did listen to with when it comes to like demand of something that I am extremely hyped for because it comes out soon. Like RPG. by the time this airs, it's going to be two days. But yeah, Mario RPG Is it remake. Really, that soon? Yeah, two days after this episode airs. Oh wow! I thought it November was November seventeenth. Oh, <laughs> yes. When this episode airs, yes, right. That's not now. <laughs> uh, in well in all honesty, Tyler's confusion comes from the fact that we haven't actually been able to record an episode this early in a while. Usually it's a couple days before, so... What are you talking about? Yeah. We're always we're always off time. <laughs> <laughs> Just like our Twitter. Absolutely. Oh, dear. Well, cats out of the bag, folks. There's there's your TV magic for the day. Um, we, we allow behind-the-scenes peaks because, yeah, we just like being honest with you guys. The, the sad truth is, as excited as I am for Super Mario RPG, and I am getting it, of course I'm getting it, when am I going to get to play it? <laughs> oh, you, you'll find time because you have the nostalgia dri- drive like I do with it. Also, it's a really short game. It yeah, is. For, it, for it an really RPG is. anyway. Like it's Okay, so you have, say, you 10 checked hours? Out, have you checked out any of the stuff recently on it? A mm, little bit. So I do know about some of the new features that they added for like, you know, battles. Okay, so there's, there's one thing that I'm, I'm going to talk about just because screw it. I don't think it's a spoiler. Uh, Krulex. That's the Final Fantasy boss, right? Yeah. Krulex? Kulex, yeah. He's not technically Kulex? from Final Fantasy, but he is... Uh, right, the, the Final Fantasy style. He, he is the Final Fantasy boss. Like, he's supposed to be a direct reference to Final Fantasy, obviously. And yes, he is They kept him as game. a 2D sprite. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was still in it because... In, I think, the first trailer they ever showed for the game, they showed his door. And it's just like, there's no way they're not going to... They're not going to show his door and not put him in the fucking game. Like, right. they, they know that we love it. So... No, they're, they're, they're keeping it in there. Oh, I really hope it still has the... Like, if it's a new rendition of the Final Fantasy IV battle theme for him, that would make me so happy. I believe it will be. Yeah. Uh, however... That, that was the theme, so... From what I've understood is they are allowing you to switch between the old soundtrack and the new soundtrack. Oh, that's cool. I'm so glad that's a practice that's becoming Don't more common. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what I what I saw or understood from a video I watched. That makes me happy. I'm Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I love how stupid they look because they're so tiny and it's just like, this is perfect because this is oh, it's, genuinely it's how they looked before. It's damn adorable. I am yeah. so excited. I You have no idea how excited I am. I, uh, oh, and like even some of the little detail that they managed to put. Like it's not like one of those, ha, ah, this, this is low-hanging fruit, but it's not like the Secret of Mana remake, right? Right. You know, this is this is a quality thing. It's not like they were just like, what if we did it, but with quote-unquote modern graphics that would look great on any mobile phone? Yeah. Ugh. But it's on Switch. You know what the worst part is? Now that I have a fondness for Secret of Mana, that remake just makes me even more mad. <laughs> I didn't think it was possible for that game to redeem itself and still piss me off. Right? Yeah. It's very peculiar. 
You, Speaking it, of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well, is that, uh, is that enough banter for you? Oh, I'm going to get mad. You, you, you're going to get mad. I'm going to get mad. You are going to get mad. And we'll get into why right after this little bit of music. It's hard not to say right after these messages, isn't it? A little bit. Today's episode is we're trying something new. Uh, this is something that we hadn't talked for a while, and it's just like, eh, well, we don't really know what we should be picking apart because there's so many different ways that lists on game journalist sites can post. And I ended up coming across one, so it was kind of the perfect time. Now, one thing that Tyler is really good for and loves is his Game Boy and Game Boy Advance collection and DS and just his Nintendo handhelds. He has is, like a favoritism for it. That is my, right? you know, if people's nostalgia lies somewhere, mine lies with the entire family of Nintendo handhelds. Very much so. It is an incredibly underappreciated library, but it is one, incredibly vast, and two, high quality. Like, there's a lot of crap. Don't get me wrong, but there's so many just fantastic games that more people really need to recognize and of the entire family of them all i would probably say that the game boy advance is probably my favorite to play like a lot of these games aged oh like wine it's a it's like it's like a mini oh, super yeah. nintendo right so uh i have a lot of fondness for the original game boy of course but even i can admit that you're probably not going to get much out of an original game boy title these days unless you are I don't want to say like a fan, but you know, you have to know what you're getting yourself into, right? You couldn't just I I would almost argue because like with the original Game Boy or sorry, maybe Game Boy Color, you get some cuz I mean they're very hand in hand almost. Yep. Um but like the Zelda games. Link's oh, Awakening yeah. or Seasons and Ages, they're these, all great. These are games that aged incredibly well. Now, I'm not going to discount the just vast demographic of people who are like, you know, can't really get into sprite art, let alone like really low resolution stuff. Um, They're wrong. They are wrong. Yes, I can I can <laughs> say with that. But back that said, and then the DS now as great as that. A lot of those games are so good, too, because like the DS was just king during a time when everything was like polygons and 3D models and trying to make everything more quote-unquote realistic. And the DS is like, no, like, we are a sprite-based powerhouse and we can make some beautiful visuals. The only problem with the uh, DS is oh, a lot of those games are going to be trapped there because yep. it's, it's not that people haven't, like, remade and ported DS games, but a lot of people don't want to. and. That is a shame, but yes. I, when it comes I will fully admit that I do not like the Nintendo DS or 3DS games. 
for the for the majority of them because I do not like touch controls. I do not want gimmicky controls. It's it's like the Wii. The Wii was a great novelty, but I hate that system. Oh, see, you got to find the games that don't have the touch controls that are really, really where the system shine. Like for me, the DS, well, just the whole handheld line of fam, uh, systems in general, but mostly the DS, turn-based RPGs, like they looked great, they sounded great, they had a good amount of content, and, you know, there was probably touch screens, which admittedly, if you're just being super lazy, chilling around, kind of great. But for a more engaging experience, you don't need to use them. Or and see, I would on, be, on a turn-based game, that would be great. Or I would be playing games that just had next to no touch controls. Or if they did, they were minorly a part of it. So, for example, like the Mega Man ZX games. Or, right. uh, you know, the Castlevania games had a little bit of touch gimmicks. Or eventually, they just had none. Like, you start with uh, Donna Soro. And it had some really mm. dumb touch gimmick. Yeah, like the whole having to do the seal after every boss. I get it. It was an early DS game. They had to kind of work it in. And then you get to Portrait of Ruin, where the entire base game doesn't have any touch stuff, but you can unlock like a new game plus with a different character that solely utilizes the touch screen, right? And I think yeah. that's when it starts to get a little better. better is like, give me an option to do so. And then it's when companies were like, okay, the gimmick's over. Very much, and this happened too with like the 3DS and it's 3D, and like by the time you got to the last one, Order of Ecclesia, they just zero touch controls whatsoever. They just abandoned it. Yep. So, uh, so before we continue on rambling, I guess uh, the idea behind this episode is we're going to find a list. This one happens to be on the Game Boy Advance games, uh, from some kind of journalist site or news site or whatever of uh, some top games, and we are going to critique them. I think critique is putting it nicely. Yes, I mean, we're going to rip it to shreds in some cases. Oh, so who who brings us today's list? And so what is today's the list, list of <laughs> today's list is all about uh, the twenty five best uh, Game Boy Advance games. Hold on, no, no. The the way word for word, it is top twenty five Game Boy Advance games of. Of all, all time. time, forever and always, these will be the top. Yes. And I am on now, and this is and a, this is by IGN. Huh. And if you know anything about us, is we don't take uh, not for not like people. IGN. Okay, people, you know, I'm not going to directly target or say harass in any way individuals who may work for this publication. We all oh, gotta God, no. have they're, they're, jobs. They're trying to make a job. Exactly. They're trying to make so, money out of job. But, uh, you know, everything, everything is just so 7 out of 10. Huh. <laughs> um, when when they make it, a video on why they don't give a, uh, re- review anything that's under a 7. Well, and this is my personal stance. And, you know, if uh, I, I can acknowledge IGN is a good place for people to get news in some regard. Like, you know, you want to know games coming out, maybe some trailers and stuff. News, Heck, sure, not opinions. You know, I was just going to say, like, as far as... Re- so my issue with places like IGN, and not them specifically, but boy, are they ever a punching bag when it comes to it, is I like getting my my thoughts on gaming coming from 
what I feel like are people that are playing the game, not playing the game for work. Right. You know, Although, like with that said, like we each have our own YouTubers that we like watching. And I think the difference with that is with IGN, you have no idea who's actually writing it. I mean, you do. If you go down to the bottom, get the actual like person who wrote the article. Yeah, you know, but not, that could I, be Joe Smo out of 30,000 people, right? I, I'm not, I'm not going to say, yeah, like parasocial or anything. But at the same time, you will find people whose interests line up with yours. And Absolutely. They can just almost give you it's it's you know it's like listening to a good buddy who's like into a lot of the same stuff as you and they're just like hey you know you might want to check this out and you think i might and you do and yeah i don't know ign is not my buddy no uh take listening to us for example uh tyler loves his turn-based combat uh i do not but if there is a game that i really enjoy like if, if you look at some of my top games they are turn-based combat as he- all can be well, That's I mean, saying something a little more praise than just saying, hey, this is a 7 out of 10, 9 out of 10 or whatever, right? Yeah. It's it's if you don't like turn based as well, you might like this because it's coming from someone who has the same kind of point of view as you. Well, not only that, too. I mean, we don't. Well, would would you say our Blasphemous episode was a review or was it more just a just a general discussion? I don't know, but. Really, what I'm getting at is, I mean, people take recommendations from us, so yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and and here's said. the thing: <laughs> we're not going to like everything the same. You're going to like things that I don't, and vice versa. Oh, like the like Goldeneye. People people get mad at me for Goldeneye. Yep, and oh. Final Fantasy X. Yeah, that one too. I wow. I can't say much about Final Fantasy X. Still haven't played it. I'm only at four now. <laughs> I like four. I got nothing against four, but yeah, IGN just not—they're not for me. If if you're getting your info from them, more power to you. If you're getting their info from them, but also getting it from people like us, and then thinking about these games yourselves. Well, admittedly, everything's working with that should be at that point. If you are looking at a top twenty-five Game Boy Advance games of all time from a site like I, IGN who the author of said article is by IGN staff, it's going to be questionable. The so collective, part the of collective crit- thinks this. Critique, the critique is essentially making fun of these lists. So let's get to it. The top 25 Game Boy Advance games of all time. Tyler, you ready to be mad? Yeah. Okay, so number 25 is Super Monkey Ball Jr. And... I haven't actually played this, but I I can get behind Super Monkey Ball. Uh, do you know if this has any kind of thing like Kirby Tilt and Tumble? No, this is this is strictly based on the controls. There was no gyrometer or any kind of thing like that. Not that that technology didn't exist. It just well, they Kirby Tilt and Tumble it. was Game Boy Color. So, yep, yep. But no, to my knowledge, uh, this was just. You use the D-pad, maybe the shoulder buttons as well, and you tilt the landscape itself. It's kind of like, you know, the marble maze kind of stuff. Marble Madness, if instead of moving the ball, you are moving the mad labyrinth, the ball the is map. in. So, I'm not a huge fan of Super Monkey Ball myself, but having said that, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna say it's bad. That would that would just be rude of me. It's just not my kind of game. No, I know it's, it's actually yeah. Got, 
a pretty dedicated following. And admittedly, and I have played this very little, because again, not my thing, but I have played it a bit. If you are into that sort of thing, then I think, because they usually have just tons of levels, because it's almost like a puzzle game at that point. Um, yeah. It's it's okay, you know? Would I ever consider it top 25 of all time? Me, personally? No, but it... I'm not happy about it, but it gets a pass in the sense that I can see it being a good time for those who could love it. So, admittedly, the only Super Monkey Ball I've actually played was on the old iPod Touch. Okay. If you, if you remember those, because they don't exist anymore. Uh, again, you got the gyrometer, uses, right? Yeah, you use the gyrometer. And, I mean, that is just Super Monkey Ball to me now. So, I have a hard time actually seeing this as one of the top-time Game Boy Advance games. I can respect it for what it is, but I think if you're going to play a Super Monkey Ball, gy- uh, gyro controls are kind of the way to go with it. It is. Personally. Now, I think it, it would fall under the criteria solely due to the addictive nature and the amount that there is more for it, but it's also very pick-up-and-play. Now, yes. top 25? Top 50? Um, sure. I don't think I'd be as harsh on it if that was the case. You know, the top twenty-five. That's, that's top, yeah, top twenty-five. You know, I'm thinking like high-quality experiences, and I'm not saying this is poorly made or anything like that. I'm just saying it's a kind of a one-trick pony, right? You know, yeah. It's compared to number twenty-four, which I've heard nothing but praise, and I know tons of people are waiting for this to actually come out on uh, the Game Boy Advance online on Switch. Uh, that's Golden Sun. So, yes. Okay, this 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 fits. <laughs> As now being placed at twenty four, I don't know what's up ahead, but that seems kind of low for me. However, the yes. love affair with Golden Sun in recent years has seemed to have softened a bit. Now a lot of people are nostalgic for it, and it is a still a quality experience. But everybody talks so goddamn much in that game. <laughs> Yeah, um, which is fine. Admittedly, like it, it's a beautiful game for the Game Boy Advance for its time. Like, admittedly, so uh, Golden Sun was one of the first Game Boy Advance games I got. It's actually the thing that made me want a Game Boy Advance. I have a lot of nostalgia for this game. I don't really go back and replay it though, because I know what I'm in for. It's a you should play it once game, for sure. But ah. Uh, it's it's a hard pill to swallow to go back to, right? And I go back to the odd turn-based RPG every now and again. But yeah, this this is very much a top 25 game. Uh, probably more top than whatever, because this, this is up there with Super Monkey Ball, for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> but and It is higher thing, than Super Monkey Ball. Here, it is higher, yeah, but it's right. But someone had to think between the two of them. Yep. That, uh, now, I, my I only problem if... with it as well, this is where I'm going to be really bothered by this list. And I I saw a little before, but I don't know exactly what I'm working with. But if the other, like if Golden Sun 2, which is essentially Golden Hun- Sun's second half, like they're just two halves of one game. It was just too yep. big for one cartridge. If that's on here, that's going to bother me. I think this is one of those things that they should both be lumped together. That's fair. So... Not I haven't no, played Golden is... Sun. I think based on what I know of it, it should probably be higher. 
Again, that's we'll what see I'd what we say. come across. Because yeah. yeah, we we are going in semi blind. Like we've because seen the list briefly of what's ahead, but we can't. I I it's been a while since we've actually seen this list. Here's something I'm gonna know. I I know for a fact because I saw it, but I also know because I know how these lists work, and it ugh, bothersome. Uh, there's gonna be because there was a lot of ports on the Game Boy Advance, and there's going yes. to be ports on this list, and. I think originality supersedes ports in almost any circumstance possible, unless the port is genuinely different enough to warrant acknowledgement. Um, so the fact that this is below all the ports, that bothers me, because this is wholly original to the Game Boy Advance. Yes. That said, moving on, what do what, what you got 23? 23 is Ninja 5.0. Okay. It's a Konami-published game. So what do you know about Ninja 5.0? Honestly, I don't know anything of this. Is this like a Ninja Gaiden kind of knockoff? Ish. Um, first off, and I think this might be a contributing factor as to why this game is on this list. This is a notorious game for collectors. It is a very, very early Game Boy Advance launch, or not launch title, but it's an early Game Boy Advance title. And okay. I don't think there were too many copies published, and it is... Uh, just cartridge alone will run you a couple hundred bucks. Hmm. Yeah. This is it is a, a good very... game, though? It's not bad. I will say this. I played it in its entirety, and... <sighs> What's a good way to describe it? Like, it's an action platformer, and you play as a ninja cop, and you just kind of no do... No way. It. Yeah, I know. It's wild. <laughs> um... And if you think, yeah, you can kind of think Ninja Gaiden, um, but I believe also mix in maybe like a little bit of Bayana Commando, like you can grappling, hook your way onto different floors, and the whole thing is you have to go around saving a bunch of hostages, like it's not a bad game. Okay. Uh, although I, my personal experience, and this is even Konami, like Konami made some top-notch stuff, I thought it was kind of mediocre, like... You know, it was only published by Konami, it was actually developed by Hudson Soft. See, they also make really good games. But they also made a lot of crap. Uh, they made Bomberman. I'm happy with that. Yeah. And then they got amalgamated by Konami. So this is actually probably like the beginning of heading in that direction. I don't know. This is another one that I'd say, sure, if you want to throw it in your top 50, I get it. But top 25, honestly? Not so much. No. But it is, it's, no. a, it's a neat oddity with a super high price tag. That leaves us with uh, 22, Mario versus Donkey Kong. There, th This is Honestly, one that they're yeah. remaking. This is, Switch, this is getting a remake very soon, which is an yeah. odd choice to make. So I'm hoping... I'm not going to get it. This is like... It's okay, but it'll never in my mind beat the greatness that is Donkey Kong 94. Now this is in that same line of technical games. Like, this is that whole series that spawned from the original Donkey Kong, which is right. really cool. Um, I also think Mario in these games controls like a dream. However, this was the beginning of the end of that line of games, because instead of your puzzle platforming style, they, they kind of did puzzle platforming with an incorporating almost like Lemmings, where yeah. you have to guide the toys to the doors. And then that's what the franchise became. So kind of not where they started. But the first entry in the 
like Mario and Donkey Kong, like the one they were remaking. Ninety four. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> no, ninety four is the significantly superior game, but this one is also really good. You know. If, okay. If this is kind of what you're, if this it came to the Switch Online, I would highly recommend checking it out. Top twenty five. Um, I'm gonna T- say, taking away your bias. Taking away my bias, I'm gonna say yes, but this would be on the low end, like up towards twenty five, right? But right. still, you gotta think. I'm just kind of making the cut. It is, but I'm also this is under the consideration of like trimming the fat that is like any ports and stuff, right? And right. I'm gonna make an exception for a port, and I'm gonna bring it up if it is not on this list, which I don't think it is on this list. But we'll we'll get a little further down before I start throwing in arbitrary top twenty fives of my own. I'm not doing a whole list. But I'm 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 curious. Does that contain a four in it? As a port? Yes. Mm, no. Like if you are you thinking the Final Fantasy four port? No. Oh. Uh, four swords and a link to the past. No, that see, that's probably on this list, and that pisses me off. But at least they did, you know, they added more, right? But honestly, Four Swords, as is, if they want to say it's because of Four Swords, I'll give it a pass. Link sure. to the Pass is great. Don't get me wrong, they ruined it because they made Link yell. But anyway, it's still a great game. Oh, get- so 21? Getting right riled up. Yes, 21. Um, Harvest Moon, Friends of Mineral Town. Yep. I got no problem with this being on. No, uh, this, just, this is top 25. Moon, th- this is one of the more like well-known and beloved Harvest Moons, if I'm correct. I think so. I also think so. There's Friends of Mineral Town, and then there's more Friends of Mineral Town, which I think was like an expanded version. I think you could also play as a girl. Um but I think it was almost like a time skip of the same scenario. Like, I do not know the deep lore of Harvest Moon. You, you run a farm. But anyway, they are... This is why Stardew Valley is as good as it is. And you gotta think, like, these were so good back in the day that you have one on the Game Boy Advance. Oh, yeah. And especially one is like, I remember... When I say I played these games, you know, people gotta know is they <coughs> emulated... <coughs> Um, <laughs> so like I've, I've, I've dabbled in the libraries. I've tried stuff out and this is one of those games that I didn't think I was going to play for very long and played for a long time and like maxed out all my tools and stuff like that. Like, so yes, this is straight up top 25 stuff for the Game Boy Advance for sure. I'm surprised so like I me don't with the own Harvest Moon for PlayStation one. I could believe that. Yeah. Oh, I, oh I, load I, times. Ew. Th- this is dumb. This is just a farming game. And there goes my weekend. I remember I had a childhood vendetta against Harvest Moon because my good friend, I didn't get to hang out with him, like, at all one summer because he just couldn't stop renting Harvest Moon 64. <laughs> like, he would not leave his house anymore. And I was just like, I want to do stuff in summer, and he just won't leave. What, oh, what is Harvest great. Moon? And then I watched, and Harvest Moon is one of those games that, like, you you can't just have someone chill and watch you play Harvest Moon. They're not gonna get it. But like, you are immersed as fuck. <laughs> you do. It's it's one of those games that you don't get until you start. Yeah. Yourself. That said, multiplayer Stardew is some of the most fun I've ever had. It is great. It's it's weird to describe. Yeah, but Harvest Moon. Heck, I would almost concede top ten. Top fifteen know, for sure. Top fifteen. Yeah, like this. This is a standout title. 
For sure. So what is this, 21? Yep. So I... 20 is Legend of Zelda Minish Cap. So if you like keystones. Yeah. Or kinstones, whatever they're fucking. Oh, they bother me so much. But this is a great game. The the kinstones, see, I can forgive the kinstones because I can understand the headspace of a mobile game, right? And these yep. mobile games really benefit. Now, what doesn't make sense about the kinstones is it would have been so great if there wasn't so many like plot dependent ones, if it was almost entirely optional. And yep. also. I don't know if this actually had this functionality or not. If it didn't, they missed out on a huge opportunity. But you should be able to trade kid stones with other players. It's just begging for that kind of system. No. But, like, the fact that, like, you start finding them in chests and stuff, and you're thinking, oh, there's only so many, right? But no. Then you just start finding them in the grass and stuff. It's just only, like, I think the yellow ones that are plot-specific, right? Mm-hmm. Kinstones aside, so. however... This game's great. Like, oh, this it's, is, it's it's solid. You know, I'm not going to say Link to the Past good, but I am going to say if you like Link to the Past, you definitely owe it yourself to play Minish Cap. It's clever. It's charming. It's adorable. Like, it's got Vati. Yeah. Which you know, Vati's not like a super standout villain. It's, he's just not Ganon, and that's neat. No, uh, and that that was one nice thing about the Game Boy games is it didn't often refer to Ganon. At least, standalone. I mean, he was a secret boss in Seasons and Ages, but I mean, that just makes him right. cool again. Yes. So, uh, and it's it's one of the rare examples of Zelda being made by another company. In this case, you know, Capcom handled this. I think it was also, uh, I don't know. I'm not, I can't flagship. say for sure. Oh, that's right. It was Flagship, was it? Yep. I think those were the guys that would go, no, that was Alpha Dream who would go on to do Mario and Luigi, which I guarantee will be on this list at some point. So I do think uh, Minish Cap deserves like top 10. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, no, I agree with that. It's, it's, uh, if people, it's on the Switch online, like, check it out. It's, if you like Zelda, it's good. It's, Absolutely. It's just good. You know, a little dumb with the Kinstones if you want to complete it, but just don't complete it. Just play it to have <laughs> fun. Do- just have fun. You know, if you want to complete it, uh, sure. 19, Super Mario... Uh, sorry, Mario Kart Super Circuit. <sighs> I get um, why it's here. Yeah. I don't I don't think this is... I mean, okay, if, if you're a fan of the Mario Karts on Super Nintendo, after you've played Mario Kart 64, <sighs> I get why you'd like it. But... This is where the tricky part with that of all time stamp comes in yeah because sure it it is a really good game boy advance game but there are other things like it that are better that i can get elsewhere like this is not a reason to pick up a game boy advance these days in my opinion i think that this is a completely essential back of the car kind of game right you know especially when when you're going to want to play something like Mario Kart you're not playing it for the single player you're playing it with friends and by the time that you're linking up for Game Boy Advances which granted you could play it with one cart to four Game Boy Advances this is such an incredibly functional game for what it is and when i say that the reason yes. I, how i mean it is 
this is, I want to play Mario Kart, but I'm not at home, so I can't play Mario Kart. This is perfect for that. This, however, is not something to now in today's age that I am going to sit on my couch and play of my own volition. No. And that's where I have nothing bad to say about it per se, but I'm not going to say it's anything remarkable, especially because, you know, it's jam-packed with content. Like, it's got tracks for days, but it's nothing new per se. Right. And I think that's the thing that really makes it irremarkable, right? Like, there's not much in that Mario Kart that you can't get elsewhere. It doesn't have any special power-ups, special modes. It's just more flat tracks. Yep. So Very similar to the Super Nintendo Mario Kart. Yeah, and it just doesn't even out. have the same significance of... It is kind of cool that like they took a lot of design cues from Mario 64, for sure. So it's just, if anything, a more refined and definitely more difficult version of Super Mario Kart. But ah, if it's top twenty-five, which it's, it's not, it's there is a better rank than Minish Cap. Yeah, see that that doesn't fly with me. And there's also no. Konami Crazy Racers, which I guarantee you is not on this list, but it is a better racing game on the Game Boy Advance. So if it has to be top twenty-five, low top twenty-five. Yeah, you can say you twenty-four. Can do better. Sure. 23 if you really push it, but no. Uh-huh. Number 18. Now? Ah, yes, 18. Metroid Fusion. Yes. Why is it this low? This is pretty low for such a great game on the Game Boy Advance. This yeah. this is... Granted, I've played it a couple times now, but I only first played it uh, in 2020. Oh. Something like that. And you it's, know what? I... Uh, you say it's what great. you will about like, oh no, it's a more linear metro. It doesn't matter. It, it's super effective at what it wants to do. Like, it's still fun. It's reasonably challenging for what it is. And yep. yeah, no, it's it, just terrifying. No, it, it's, it's kind of cool how it's, you know, scripted as fuck, but it almost, it does have a lot of strong survival horror vibe to it. There's definitely like, Oh, just the X-Parasite is the dumbest and coolest villain they've ever created? Yeah. No, Metroid Fusion. It's on Switch Online now, folks. It's it's good stuff. This is, you know, 18 is definitely disrespecting how good this game is. This should be almost top five. No, I'm not going to go that far because I would say top 10 easily. Like, you know, I would say 8, 9, or 10. It could occupy those spots easier. Zero Mission, which gets a pass because it's a wholly original thing. Just, it's a remake, but it, you know, you're only getting it here. That I would it's allow a remake to be on this and list. It's an addition. It's also a port of the original if you beat it. Yep. Which is wild because there was a port of the original on the Game Boy Advance. What? <sighs> value yes, and yes, not value. Uh, <laughs> no, this, this belongs here. This belongs much higher. So, Metroid Fusion, give, give it some love, people. It should be higher than uh, number 17. Anyways, uh, Super Mario Advance 2, Super Mario World. Get it out of here. <laughs> yeah, dirty. It's, it's, it's a port. Dirty port. Don't want it. Now, it's, it's cool that it's handheld. See, that's the thing. I'm, I'm going to say that they did a really good job on the Super Mario Advance series. You know, they are quality ports. They have a nice little bit of extra content here and there. Like, if you aren't paying attention to the naming conventions. Uh, the naming convention, what a mess. 
But oh god, you know they they put out some games that were. I it is kind of neat, you know, like the Super Mario Bros. Two. It was probably like the least love. It's definitely got like Zelda Two vibes when it comes to the Mario lineage, and. To be the first one to put front and center, like that's kind of neat. Yeah, it's got new new content. It has the only instance in all of history of Robo Birdo, for whatever reason. Like they did some original stuff in it, and the fact that it had like the Mario Bros. arcade game that you could hook up with any of these games and play, like that's cool. That Where's said, Robo Birdo. Oh, it's a completely new area they added into the game. Oh. Yeah, it's nightmare. Is, is fuel. that so they could bring it up to a hundred instead of ninety four or whatever? Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. Super I haven't Mario really played World it. Only went up to like ninety four or ninety six or something, right? And everyone was like, "How's this percentage? Where do I get this last percentage from?" Well, all the same, I haven't played through it to get to it because it's just Mario Bros. Two. So good game uh, for sure. Is it Mario Bros. Two or Super Mario World? Wait, this is four. No, this is Super Mario Advance 2, Super Mario World. Oh. Hmm. This is where the naming convention sucks. <laughs> and it has Yoshi yeah. and Mario and the, the leaf. Oh, or not okay. the leaf, the feather. Future reference for this entire list. The, the whole series is banned. We're just going to say, <laughs> they're all ports, so they're all banned. They're all good games. I know, just like they were good on the Super Nintendo, and even to an extent, the NES. So, uh, disqualified. What's next? Yeah, so that is Super Mario World. So you're yeah. on a complete tangent on something else. And it will apply when we get to that one. Uh, so 16 is Fire Emblem. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll give this a pass. And I will give this a pass because I think this is the first Fire Emblem we got. I think so. Yeah, I think it uh, is because it was teased with uh, Smash Bros, right? Yep. Yeah. Was it Smash Brothers for N sixty four or Melee for? It was. Uh, it was Melee because Marth and Roy are where they were the Ness of that game. However, Ness was actually released on this side of the world as where nothing Fire Emblem was. And like, I'm not a huge right. tactics fan as I mentioned before, but I did have this when I was younger. Uh not cough cough emulation, but actually owned it. And you know, it, it, it is... deserves the respect that it has. Like it's an ongoing franchise that's still around. Oh, admittedly, I would say reason. even beyond that, though. Like I would much rather play this than I would any of Fire Emblem's offering since the 3DS. This right, the, the pixel art is to die for. Um, and it is a solid strategy combat game, and it's also hard. Like. You know, in the newer ones, like, you have the option to turn off permadeath. They, no. Someone dies. Like, this is war. That kid's dead. So, <laughs> um, so not only is it for its significance, but the fact that it's a solid, and there's a good amount of content in it, too. Like, you know, 30 plus hours, at least. Uh, yeah. yeah that's, that's a good amount. You know, top 10, for, not for, for me, Boy. but top 25, sure. I'm not going to argue with being here. Yeah, I, I can understand. I've never actually played a Fire Emblem. But uh, I, I can I can give the respect. Honestly, I think if you were to start somewhere, because this one is on the Switch Online now, start with this one. Yeah? Yeah, it's also, like, it's so... It's thing, I think it got additional content for this side of the world, and it got its own new prologue chapters 
that are like basically tutorial, but also give you a couple characters. They have like a couple little extra levels by the time the game starts. So it's like not a cakewalk by any means, but not just gruelingly punishing. Hmm. Yeah. So it's a good game. Uh, what was that? Like 17? It was 16. Okay. Yeah. That's honestly exactly right there. That's where Fire Emblem belongs. <laughs> good job, Perfect. IGN. They, they got one out they of got, 25. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So next up, 15, Mario Tennis Power Tour. Uh... I can think of other better <laughs> Mario sports games I would rather on this list, and maybe maybe they are further down. I haven't played it because I don't want to play it. It's, it's tennis. I can, yeah, again, I don't. Okay, but this, this, here's this the could thing. make people mad, but I would much rather golf. Oh, not fucking tennis. I don't think that's going to make many people mad. I think it's pretty un- universal that the Mario golf games are, you know, not that Mario tennis isn't beloved by all means, but oh, they, they, they just did golf so right. But I also know they did till Super very Rush. Well. Uh, till Super Rush. Was it? No, see, they, they were doing bad before Super Rush. Super Rush was just worse. Oh, it was so bad. Yeah, no, so never I wanted to return a Switch game, but Super Rush, Jesus Christ. I don't know about Mario Tennis on the Game Boy Advance. I have very little, hmm, is this, if it's by, okay, so it is by Camelot. So I'm going to say that this is super quality. I don't know if it's an RPG, like how golf is, but. I'm not too sure. The The weird thing about Mario Golf, and if this is anything... I actually think this is like it as well, so it might have the RPG aspect to it. It's basically a Golden Sun spinoff. <laughs> like, the the character sprites are the exact same. They use a lot of the same um, sound yep. effects. Like, there's a lot of uh, recycled assets from the Mario sports games and Golden Sun, which is hilarious. Uh, so, I'm sure tennis is fine but golf is just better okay so if we're putting my bias aside i would acknowledge it on the low end of the 25 not in incorporating my biases i would accept somewhere in a top 50 sure but not not top 25 no yeah. uh not including my bias uh still get rid of it out of the 25 yeah yeah sorry not sorry and it's just hard to get into tennis. 14. I don't know if this is a port or not. I don't know enough about this. Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. This is not a port. This is it's not a, a port. Okay. wholly original Final Fantasy Tactics game. And so I, I think this, uh, given the love that it gets, I think it should be on here then. So uh, I'm going to say as someone who has no love or any fondness for the Final Fantasy Tactics game, yeah, this game very much belongs, because, one, Final Fantasy Tactics has a very high pedigree, and this, though nothing compared to the original PlayStation release, it does a really good job of doing its own thing. It's incredibly charming. Like, uh, the very start of the game, you are kids in a park uh, having a snowball fight, and that is your introduction to the tactics combat, right? And, mm. you know, it's it's charming. You know, you're not doing much damage, but it still plays out like a proper battle. And this also 
has a bunch of interesting rules. It has the judge mechanic where in each battle you have certain criteria that you have to make and certain things you can't use or you will be penalized. Like, it does a lot of its own stuff. I don't like it whatsoever. That said, this is a pretty pretty solid game. I would actually you, say probably... You can acknowledge its, its pedigree in the, in the game's systems. And its quality as well. And yeah. I would say that this is probably the better tactics game than Fire Emblem. Ah... Uh, Ah, oh, that might make people mad, but it's, I'd, it, I'd, I'd go on a bet with that. It's a real pick your poison situation because they are very different in their approach to tactics. Um, so yeah, this would go on in top twenty five for me for sure. I would probably actually put it somewhere around Fire Emblem. Okay, they 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 deserve attention is how I would put it. And if you like Final Fantasy Tactics and you never gave this a shot, you should give this one a shot. Now the final there is. Final Fantasy Tactics A2, I think, on the DS. And they're just not as good. Like, it's the the original PlayStation one and this one are good. And then the rest just aren't so much. And that's the kind of unfortunate thing about Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Fair enough. Also, Sid is a drunk. (laughs) Oh, Uh, Sid. 13? 13. Uh, This one actually makes me pretty mad. Uh, Ultimate Card Games. What? Ultimate Card Games. By Telegames? uh, Yeah, by Telegames. It is a collection of hearts, spades, canista, cribbage, euchre, gin, rummy, go fish, crazy eights, bridge, poker, blackjack, uh, 15 different solitaire games, and a video of poker, along with a 3D face creator. I was I was just gonna say, is this this article was written in 2023 and updated again in 2023 in August as of, as of August, yeah. So I know they're not doing it because of the graphics of the 3D face creator. I I genuinely want to see this now, but this oh my god, no, why no? This doesn't this isn't oh telegames. This, this this was a collection of IGN staff who put this list together. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually we're, we're gonna quote them <laughs> verbatim here. So again, thirteen Ultimate Card Games, developer Cosmigo, publisher Telegames, released in two thousand and four. Again, I quote the word for word is when you have a Game Boy Advance on you, you want to have a cartridge that has a tremendous event of replay value and one with pick up and play appeal. Telegames managed to create one of the few quote unquote must have. Third-party games in the GBA lineup with a collection of card games that are near impossible to put down. Solitaire, (laughs) Cribbage, Poker, Blackjack, and a good number of more available in this cartridge. And what's more, any multiplayer game can be sent to other systems without the need for an additional cart. On top of this, the game has fantastic statistics tracking. (laughs) This is a feature. Saving your score. Um... And pretty awesome soundtrack to accompany the <laughs> gameplay. If you haven't picked this one up, why the heck not? The because it's fucking word. cards, IGN. IGN, what the hell? I'd rather Mario Golf or Metroid Fusion. Well, and I don't okay. Want fucking so something I am that's going to point my... out yeah. one impressive thing that many other games did, and this is just an interesting highlight for the Game Boy Advance for people who didn't know, is it is a really cool feature when you need one cartridge and you can play it on multiple Game Boy Advances. 
I think that that's is very cool. Good. It's download play, you know, before that was even a thing, and that's rad. This is 100% shovelware. Like, <laughs> this shovelware. As number 13 on the all time best Game Boy Advance games. Yes. All time from IGN, a very <sighs> large publication. So, oh, you are way better off, and I don't condone doing this, but that said, if you download, because if their whole argument here is just a variety of games, which it really sounds like it is, also um, a pretty awesome soundtrack. I can't disregard that. Um, <laughs> I, just, I just you, like how they say pick up and play, but hard to put down. Just go on Etsy or you know Amazon and just search like 101 Game Boy Advance cart. Get one of those bootleg fake Game Boy Advance carts. You're going to get your variety. <laughs> and I'm sure one of those hundreds of games, even if 70 of them are just Mario 2, you're going to get a pretty awesome soundtrack. Even this if is, 70 of them don't work. This is disgusting. It doesn't belong on a top 200. Well, ah, uh, okay, this is where it's I Certainly need to. not a top 50. I need to give the Game Boy Advance some credit here is some really weird offshoot games can be incredible. So, but this isn't one of those, you know, this isn't like a Sola Tarobo Red the Hunter for DS that's like super obscure and rare, but it turns out it's a high quality crafted adventure. No, this is fucking solitaire and video poker with a 3D face creator. And an awesome soundtrack. A pretty I'd, awesome soundtrack. I'd rather play Skyrim. <laughs> Spend more time oh. in the face creator, at least. Jeez. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so 12. That's number 13. Yeah, 12. That uh, was about I, Metroid Fusion. That's fucked. And Minish Cap. <laughs> Minish Cap was 20. <laughs> wow, someone at IGN... Just loves sitting at their computer playing solitaire going, wow, they've got this to go now? They're the people, they're the same person who can't figure out how Minesweeper works. That's amazing. Oh my god. Uh, I did see the next game because I had to scroll down and read the hilarious things they had to say about that game. Uh, so number 12, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. This is a hard yes. Yeah. Yeah. This. this I, I, I haven't even played it, and I'm going to say yes. No, this is... This is you know, back when, if Mario was in an RPG, you were getting a good RPG. And this follows the trend of Super Mario RPG and Paper Mario being incredible. And this is no different. It's weird. It's so delightfully weird. Like, you do not get to see the Mario franchise get this weird this often. Did just kind of do that with Wonder from the looks of it, though. Makes me happy. But, yep. no, I this is their first outing in the RPG, and... It does some really interesting things. The fact that you control both brothers at the same time with A and B still has like timing based action turn based combat. Like it stays really fresh and really exciting. The plot is surprisingly funny. Like, right, yeah, I'm done. this is great. I'd say top 10, which is funny because okay. it didn't even scratch the surface. No, it, it yeah, it's marked as number 12. Yeah, and this one is also on the Switch Online. It also got a remake for the 3DS, which is was cool. That... Well, yeah. was cool because it's kind of harder to get now than it would be anyway. But 
It's okay. I don't really like the art style, but honestly, like, you know, a remake of a Game Boy Advance game, that's kind of cool. And they also added a bunch of useless content to it that you don't have to play, thankfully, which is good, because you shouldn't anyway. Uh, but it's a Game Boy, game Boy Advance legacy game? Oh, yeah, top ten somewhere, for sure. So, number 11, we're back to confusing port uh, naming conventions. Super Mario Advance 4, Super Mario Brothers 3. Disqualified. However, this one does do something pretty special, but it was a pain in the ass to do. Okay, so if you're going to put this in your top 10, which, again, is qualified. It's not. It's 11. Not fair. Okay, top 25. My mistake. <laughs> you have to, and I wouldn't be surprised. I've, I'm not reading what they have to say now. I, don't have to, I already know how they might try to justify it. It's because of the e-reader levels. You know, Mario Bros. 3 is great, but it's Mario Bros. 3. We we have that at home. Somewhere, somewhere in the kitchen, we have Mario Bros. 3. So, we don't need it, but the yeah. e-reader levels are really cool. But, <laughs> if you want to play these e-reader levels, which we didn't even get all of them, by the way, because there were a couple of Japanese exclusive cards, not to mention you had to get the cards, and you need an e-reader, and you need another Game Boy Advance to even possibly play these. DLC for the Game Boy Advance was real complicated, that's for sure. Um, I'm so glad that these are on the Switch Online. That's that's really all I have to say about that. I'm I'm just going to read this one line in why it's up here. Uh, It says, I mean... No, this is, again, quoting the site. I mean, you could dress Mario up like a raccoon. Seriously, this game featured some of the most toughest nail levels in the series. Okay. It's, it's, World I 8 mean, is pretty tough. It is. Sure. But when you're like, but he's in a raccoon suit. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, yeah. Come no, on. Uh, I'm, again, this is a great game, and you also get that freebie of the Mario Bros. arcade game. Solid. Disqualified. Off my list. And, yeah. and this is where I'm going to bring up my, my point, too, where ports, disqualified remakes, or things we never got, should pretty much take their place. So, for example, I don't think it's going to show up on this list, so I'll just bring it up, and if it does, cool. But Tales of Fantasia is, well, one, the progenitor to the entire Tales franchise, which is pretty big these days. Like, it's basically yep. Bandai's Final Fantasy, and... The first one for Super Nintendo, we never got. A beautiful game. It's probably one of the biggest RPGs I've ever played on that console. And it got a full-blown remake on the Game Boy Advance. And it got released on this side of the world. And, you know, where's the love for that, right? Um, Yep. Metroid Zero Mission. Haven't seen that anywhere. But at the same time, that should be on this list somewhere. So, But these are what I mean, where these wholly original things are the things that people should have checked out. But instead, a lot of people just remember these ports of these older games. Yep. And it's disappointing. So. I mean, if there was a port that uh, I'd want to see on here, and granted, we still have 10 more to go. Yep. Uh, the Mother 1 and 2 port. See, that's another thing, too. We're not seeing Mother 3 on this list. And this, like, Mother 3, if anything, is, and this is a pretty bold statement, but I'd say, if anything, it's the Game Boy Advance's Chrono Trigger. Like, it's kind of. Kind of great. All right, I'm, I'm pretty shocked by that, actually. No, it, 
it's 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 a one of a kind experience and it is it absolutely yeah. is. so that's that's my and this the Game Boy Advance has Final Fantasy 6 on it and even still I'm just like no <laughs> It's Mother my favorite Final Fantasy, but Mother Three is only on. It's not even on the Game Boy Advance. It's just non-existent. Just, just not North America. Yeah, or anywhere outside of Japan. Uh, right. Number ten, the big. You, 10. you know what is everywhere? What? Uh, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. Ah, uh, they were going to be here somewhere. So they had to be, right? Yep. Um, sure. You know what? Actually, top ten. I, I can accept. We we have to lump all three of them together, or just pick Emerald because Emerald, Emerald is the superior version. It has the most content. It has the best way of handling the content. But I actually, because Gen 3 is my favorite, and it's, I feel like when Pokemon found that perfect balance of adding stuff new, but not changing it too much. It still, it felt fresh. It felt a lot more engaging. Uh, I love the fresh whole region. Fresh and familiar. Yeah. Uh, it's got, quote, card games, pretty awesome music. Uh, actually, the soundtrack for Gen 3 is pretty legendary. I mean, what more can I say? It's Pokemon. It it belongs here. Now, going back to my point about ports, you have Fire Red and Leaf Green to consider. And yep. my nostalgia says they are better, but I actually think that... <laughs> the proper Gen 3 games belong in the top 10 or top 25. But yeah, Pokemon, it deserves this recognition, especially because these were, these were big games. So they yeah. fit. I, I, that if, tracks. If you want to hear our full thoughts on that, check out episode 19 where we discuss with a one of our favorite guests, Toady, all about the Pokemon series. Yeah, that was a long one. That was a long one. Yeah. Yeah. So no. good luck. It's in there somewhere. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I can accept top ten. Number nine, Metroid Zero Mission. See, I knew this was gonna be here, and as I was saying, how like Fusion, if Fusion was like you know eight, nine, or ten in a top ten, Zero Mission would be like four or five. Like it's it's kind of incredible. If you wanted Metroid One but Super Metroided up, this is it, and it's really good. And it just needs to hurry up and come to the Switch Online so I can play it again. Because I used to have it, I don't have it, and now it's really expensive. And ugh. make it less expensive, or let me buy a cartridge, Nintendo. That would be just nice. Start selling your cartridges again, but make them yeah. on on order or some shit. Just do something like that so we can buy old old games. But they remade Metroid One from the ground up. Uh, it's a completely new experience. It has a map, which is helpful. Um, it has. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. I do like the first Metroid. I I know you do, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it is a game that uh, I would say less remake, it's more NES reimagining. Art. If anything, it is a reimagining. Yeah, yeah. The, the original doesn't... Metroid One is certainly a NES hard. And but... another part too is when the game would end traditionally, they added pretty much what you could consider an entirely new chapter to the end of the game. And it's yep. the origins of uh, the whole Zero Suit Samus. Yes. So, no, I think Metroid Zero Mission, oh, incredible game. Top five, even. It's, so. it's a good time. Absolutely. So what, what port is in its place? What port is in its place? Uh, uh, it's not top five, final, so. 
Number eight, Final Fantasy VI Advance. See, and, you know, I, I understand my own rules, and I'm not going to be a hypocrite. And I love you, Final Fantasy VI. I love the Game Boy Advance version of Final Fantasy VI with its sound test and its additional dungeon. And it's just easy, portable way to relive nostalgia. But however... Get the fuck out of here. You're disqualified. Um, <laughs> although, you know what I would have accepted here? What's that? Uh, I don't know. I'm five? To, I was going to say five, but we did get five. We got five on the PlayStation, but it was really, really bad. Okay. So, uh, one and two, Donna Souls? I, does yes. Does that count? That does count, actually, because those are not only full-blown remakes, but so much bang for your buck. Yep. I, Two games I, at once? I would, is, is it on here? I don't know. Oh, well, if it's not, I would replace Final Fantasy VI, even though I love VI more than one and two combined. Yeah. We have rules. These are the, these are the rules. You are, you and are the only... rules rule out number seven as well, which is Super Mario Advance 3 Yoshi's Island. Get out of here. <laughs> um, this is a great game, though. I have it, and, you know, they couldn't quite replicate Touch Fuzzy Get Dizzy, but they, they did a pretty good job, and even with Mario's <laughs> Annoying Cry, um, it's, it's a great game, and it's a great game portably. And, oh, and they also were gracious enough to add some additional content with this one. I believe there's an entire new world of extra levels, so, like, you know, no boss or anything like that. But just the extra levels for 100% completion, which I did. And it was really difficult. Okay. And it was a lot of fun. But you're... Still one of the best Bowser fights. Oh, hands down. It's, it's one just, of the most it's, epic it's finales. It's so epic, and it is terrifying at the same time. Yeah. No, for like I have, a Mario game, especially baby Mario game. I have a lot of fond memories. It was also one of those games that, like, you know, this is when I was getting around the age to start buying games with my own money. And... You know, I, I, I a lot of fondness for this particular version of Yoshi's Island. But again, get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm down for that. Uh, you know number what six? Hold on. You nope. know what I'm surprised hasn't shown up yet, though? What's the that? second part of Golden Sun. <laughs> like, the first half's no, no, great. It hasn't. The second half, you don't need it. It's like, you, you kind of really need it. The first one ends you on one hell of a cliffhanger. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, have you geez. seen Half-Life 2 Episode 2? I have. Cliffhangers are just end of stories. <laughs> oh, I don't like it. Uh, but yeah, number six, what do we got? Number six is Mario Golf. Yes. I'm I'm down for Mario Golf. Honestly, this, specifically this at than six. That's, that's actually probably where I would put it about in my top ten. This is I, great. I'm a sucker for golf games, and mm. uh, not used to Rush, but... Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I I've I enjoy this game quite a bit. It takes a little getting used to, you know, like it is very reminiscent to what would be like golf on the NES. So Which I loved as well. Like NES I, open world tour or whatever. Yep. You know, you don't open have tour. like quite the same expressiveness and angles and all that, but this is Mario Golf through and through. It's a full blown RPG. You know, like I said, it's a Golden Sun spin-off. Uh, it's better than Golden Sun, apparently, and I would actually agree with that. Um, you know what I did enjoy quite a bit out of the Mario Golf series was the Game Boy Color game. See, I never got to play that, but I feel like I would also really enjoy that one as well. They've, they've all been pretty great, like, back in the day. And yeah. this one also had Konex... Uh, I think 
Mario Tennis also did, but yeah. We're done talking about you. Um, <laughs> you could connect it to the GameCube version and unlock things. I think actually yeah, you have I was to do ask that. If you knew. I think you have to do that to unlock Luigi in the Game Boy Advance one, which does it, that is actually probably this game's biggest flaw because Luigi is my favorite, and the fact that I have to jump through that many hoops makes me sad. But you could also uh, move your custom character from the Game Boy Advance game into the GameCube game. And, you know, just little little Nintendo-approved child you golfing up against your Mario. The Miis before Miis. Yeah. Actually, damn. As, yeah, so Mario Golf number six in top ten. I, I'm, I, I accept. All right, so we're down to the last five. Oh, the big five. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you, uh, don't spend too much time on it, okay. thinking about it, but what would your top five be? Um, we we won't hold you to this. Okay, I will get back to this at the end. At least like a handful of games that I think belong here. Let let's just let's just rip the band-aid off. What what do we have here? It's gonna it's gonna make me mad. <laughs> yeah. I I okay. I can understand uh I don't understand why this is five. This is like twenty-five for me, but uh I, I can understand why it's on the list to begin with. Uh number five, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Uh okay. Yes, I fully acknowledge this actually is a game that often sits at top five in a lot of Game Boy Advance lists. And I don't like it. I really don't like just I'm just not much into skateboard games. Honestly, that's that's pretty much where it is. I'm I, I'm down for sk- skateboard games. I play a lot of Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two, and I got the remasters uh like, that came out a couple years ago. This um, is like one of the high the Game Boy Advance versions. I had two copies of the Game Boy Color version for some reason. They're both bad. <laughs> yeah, the Game Boy Color ones are really bad. Game uh, Boy Advance. Uh, I uh, I get why it's on this list because they are the Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two for Game Boy Advance is fun. Is it number five fun? No. It's wholly unique, and I think that's one of the things that like it did its own thing and it also did it incredibly well like you know it's not tony hawk 2 on playstation and it knows it's not tony hawk 2 on playstation so it goes to be its whole own skateboard experience while still retaining the spirit of tony hawk you know you can still kind of travel to secret areas and you can find this missing tapes and part of the charm of tony hawk games is the music as well Hey, you got some nice bit crunch versions of those. I I don't know actually. I don't know the soundtrack. Blood Brothers from Papa Roach. <laughs> that would be that would be quite interesting. I don't like it, but I know that if you look at pretty much any top X amount of Game Boy Advance games, this is going to be close to the top. So well, fuck those lists. Yeah, for me, no. You know what? I'll accept top 25, heck, even top 10, but I'm not going to say top 5, but I'm also going to say it is a good game if you like that sort of thing. So, interesting thing I just found out. Uh, the pers- uh, the people who did the remasters uh-huh. was Vicarious Visions. Yeah. Uh, they also did the Game Boy Advance version. Oh, that's a cute little way of uh, everything to come full circle. Yeah. Huh. That's kind of cool. Want to make Tony Hawk 2 again? Like, 
again, again. So finally no, 3D. But yeah, what what do we got at number four? Uh, number four is Advance Wars. <sighs> this is not top five material. This is top twenty five material for sure. It's going to be one of those things where you put it around Fire Emblem and Final Fantasy Tactics and you pick your poison because they are tactic games. They're all very well-made tactics games. They're all different and like likable in their own right. So sure, I feel like the only reason this comes out top five, and this is where my conspiracy brain of how these articles are written and when, is this came out earlier this year and was tweaked a little later this year. But what came out around that time and what were people oddly nostalgic for up until its reveal and stuff. For when the original came out, or this year's? This year's. The, the remake. Yeah. People uh, were... Tactics games. Did what? You said what? Well, you asked what people were nostalgic for. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and this was teased game. for a while. Oh, specifically um, Advance Wars, though. People really wanted to see the Advance Wars series come back in some way, shape, or form, and then they announced yep. that way forward was uh doing a remake and then completed a remake and then didn't release it due to insensitivities due to war which i get it so good on uh, them for sitting on it for yep. so long yep that that you know marketing be damned that was respectable not move. top five worthy though no not for me it is a good game for sure but eh. it's it's not here for no reason but it's not top five for me no no. Uh, this would be top five, but technically it is a... Uh, how do I say it? Port. Uh, Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past with Four Swords. Get out of my house, you great game. <laughs> it's... I, you know... Uh, Four Swords alone doesn't count as enough to consider this its own game, which is unfortunate, because Four Swords is really good. And... If Link to the Past was the combo pack to Four Swords, and Four Swords was a game that you could play single player, but also had the connectivity, that's a whole different story. But because Four Swords is the thing that even as the wholly new property, like, it's weird. You boot up Link to the Past, and it is the Link to the Past for SNES you know and love, true and true, except Link won't shut up. Um, yep. And then you boot up... Um, Four Swords, and it's this whole new art style. It's brand new updated graphics. Like Zelda looks different, Link looks different. Who the heck is Vati? And then it boots it up, and it's just like, please connect to other players, or you can't do anything. And it just, it's like when you're playing the old Pokemon games as a kid, and you go boot it up, and in the menu, you see something that says Mystery Gift. You get all excited, and then it says, please connect to another player, and then you're just, but but I can't. <laughs> and then it's just this whole feature that seems entirely lost to you. You don't know how great or how horrible it is. And that's kind of why, you know, Length of the Past is one of the greatest, is my favorite Zelda game and all that, but no. I, I will personally knock it down. So uh, Length of the Past is still to this day my favorite Zelda game. Yeah. I'm going to, because it is a port, Let's ignore that fact and let's just look at Four Swords. I'm going to knock Four Swords down for the sheer fact that you needed four individual cartridges to play it. Yep. Yep. It is a so, gimmick. It's a cool gimmick for a great game, for sure, but no. Yes. Uh, yeah. Now, granted, I don't know if IGN has their stuff right. I did not realize this, if this is true. 
Uh, this was developed by Square. Huh. You know, I don't know if that's true, but I do IGN know. says it, so it, it, it has to be right. Well, this was a time when Nintendo was willing to actually give out the Zelda IP. So mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not I'm gonna have to do some more research on that because that, that's an interesting little bit of fact. Doid. Yes. Yeah. Um No, oh, sorry Zelda, you're a great game. Get get out of here. Yeah. Yep. You you would have been okay if you just needed the one cartridge. But yeah. nobody could play you because not everyone had a copy. It it just need four swords needed to be the identity, not linked to the past with four swords, and that's kind of where for myself it becomes disqualified, right? Yeah. So, uh, number two, Ooh. Castlevania: Aria of Sorrow. Ah, uh, it's about time one of these showed up. Jesus. Yep. I was getting worried. Um. Yeah. Okay. I. This is. It was replaced by Ultimate Card Games. Holy fuck. Um, <laughs> this is undeniably a top three Game Boy Advance game. This yep. is, I think, my favorite Castlevania game. I've played it a boatload of times now. It's, you know, it's short, but it's still a solid Metroidvania through and through. It's got good secrets. It's not so too easy, not too hard. You can break it in half, but... There's three Game Boy Advance Castlevanias, right? There There's Harmony three. of Dissonance, yep. Circle of the Moon, and yep. Aria of Sorrow. Yes, and this there. was the last one to come out. So first was Circle of the Moon, which is good. It's a little stiff, and you know, you're still using the whip. The card combination thing is a really cool mechanic, but it seems like you know it, it was trying to take inspiration from the Symphony of the Night style, but it wasn't trying to wholly embrace it. As where right. then you had Harmony of Dissonance, which was almost Konami trying to address a bunch of complaints about Circle of the Moon. So it it takes what Circle of the Moon was doing, but it does it a little bit more attuned to the Game Boy Advance. Because Circle of the Moon, I'm pretty sure, is a launch title. So, um, yeah. Yeah, because we talk launch titles, and this was one of them. Yep. Um, yep. So Harmony of Dissonance, is, you know, it's still... You're using the whip. It still feels very Castlevania, but it's explorative. And then you get to Aria of Sorrow. And Aria of Sorrow is so incredibly expansive. You are not restricted to any weapon types. There's a whole multiple variety. And then they've got the soul system, which has boatloads of customization. You have probably the dumbest protagonist in gaming in Soma to the point where it's just just hilarious. Um, he's just an empty vessel, so that's why he collects souls. He's like, dude, why am I Dracula now? I guess I gotta go stop the castle. Uh, where's my wife? Let me enter the eclipse. Yeah, so... <laughs> Love this game. <laughs> it's so good. It is... So, back to my original point. I love Circle of the Moon. I do love Aria of Sorrow more. But whenever I play one, I have to play the other. So I always do Circle of the Moon first, and then go back to Aria of Sorrow. It is it is a, just possibly one of the best games on the Game Boy Advance, easily. Absolutely. And it very much belongs here. I, I don't know if they had a certain criteria they had to meet where they couldn't have... But no, clearly not, because they had zero mission and fusion. Like, uh, card games? Really? <laughs> huh. And we're already... They had in... fusion under card games. Oh, this is... 
This is just a tragedy. And I haven't I haven't said anything about it yet. I'm waiting till we're done. I've Oh, oh okay. What I already know we're ready what for it number is. one? I already know what it is, but but tell the folks at home why why I'm upset. Number one is WarioWare Twisted. Ah, uh, okay. This I is this, this is an incredibly unique, one of a kind WarioWare experience. WarioWare in itself is a top twenty-five game on the Game Boy Advance. WarioWare Twisted is a game that is it has a built-in gyrometer, and yep. you play the entire game for the most part by twisting and tilting your D- or Game Boy Advance. And it's, 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 it's all a gimmick, but it's a gimmick that is done incredibly well. It's an incredibly fine-tuned gimmick to the point where it is baffling how good it is. Best game on the Game Boy Advance, though? No! No! That, oh! <laughs> and you know what the worst part about it is? And I would, I, do I owe it to them to read it? No, I don't. I don't need to know why they think this. I'm just going to explain what I think. That's all that it's, matters it's to me. IGN. So, it is a one-of-a-kind experience, and it is very well-crafted. And, like, I've actually got a lot of nostalgia for it. I played this the wrong way. I emulated it, and, like, you know, you have to put in a patch where you're just using the uh, arrow keys on the keyboard. So I, you can I just imagine you picking up your it. monitor and trying to tilt it. You could play this with, like... <laughs> it, th- this game also has a hilarious legacy of, like, you know, people trying to play, and, you know, it's same with Tilt and Tumble and stuff. Uh, if they were going to play it on a TV, they would have to use the entire GameCube as the controller. Like you're just twisting this thing around, like it's wild. I'm gonna need to yep. do a have a Super Game Boy player. Like it is wacky. It doesn't deserve to be considered the best game on the Game Boy Advance. No. It, and if they're gonna go on the aspects of the peripheral, you want to know what game with a peripheral should be the best game on Game Boy Advance? I don't think it's number one, but. Like, we have Drill Dozer. Drill Dozer's amazing. It's got a built-in rumble pack. How was that not on this list at all, either? Because that game is underrated. Like, I think it's better than Pokemon, and it is made by the same people who did Pokemon. Um, yep. Not not a single goddamn Mega Man game? Are you kidding me? There was, like, 20 for the fucking thing. Yeah. You know, no uh, Mega Man Zeros, right? Even, like, Zero Three is the best, or none of the nope. Battle Network games, which were, like, really popular at the time. Did, how did they not have Robopon 2? Nope. I know why they don't. Nope. Yeah. Hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but the, it had a ton of gems, and then you start looking beyond that. Like, this list is very... Let's just Let's just have a quick skim of what was on here. Do you know what you're, there's a lot of on this list? And there was a lot more than that on the Game Boy Advance. There's a lot of Nintendo games. Don't get me wrong. Nintendo made some pretty great games for the Game Boy Advance, but this system... Absolutely. Th- none of the Sonic Advance games are here? Like... Nope. Jeez. No, they put Ultimate Card Game. <sighs> and, and like Power Tennis. Like I said, Tales of Fantasia wasn't on here. I personally believe like that is a way better game than Golden Sun, as much as Golden Sun is good. And there are there are better games. Konami Crazy Racers, where the hell was that? Yep. Um uh, I have an aneurysm thinking about all these games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so let's skim through this, see how many, uh, I, I want to see how many of these are ports. 
Uh, I want to say it was like more than five. You know, and no mention of Boktai. Like Boktai was weird, but it was basically Metal Gear Solid, and it used the sun. Like you can't get that anywhere. Um, no. Uh, no, no M&M's Kart Racer, which rightfully so, but I would almost say it's better than <laughs> card games at this point. Like, what the heck? Wow, no Sonic Advance. Like, that's crazy. That's even one of the more conventional ones. Um, okay, so, and especially, too, so if five, you, five wanna, ports. Okay, and, and even if we're going to qualify ports, all three Donkey Kong Country games are on the Game Boy Advance. Yep. Like, not land, but country. Oh, the the best platformers, quote unquote, on the Super Nintendo, and not a smidge of recognition. There's also DK King of Swing. That game was god awful. Um, I would assume that they just couldn't beat them. <laughs> I think that's actually that, that's, that's, pretty that's good. That's probably why why it's not on the list. They, they couldn't game. beat them. Bad game. Didn't didn't get it. Uh, couldn't too, too beat difficult. it. Couldn't. Mind you, it's being IGN, they probably didn't even finish the first world on any Oof. of these games. Oof. Um, oh my god. Like, yeah, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 is number 5. That's That that's just baffles me. That is unfortunate, yeah. Well, like I said, I understand that that game usually sits at the top of a lot of lists. It just yeah, would not other for lists any are wrong reason. Too. Do you, you know what I'm, isn't I'm on sorry. here? And, you know, for how Nintendo heavy it is and the fact that this got zero recognition is mind-blowing. Neither of the Kirby games were on here, like the remake of Nightmare in Dreamland, or, well, the remake of Kirby Adventure, but it was called Nightmare in Dreamland, and then, yeah, Amazing Mirror is even better. Um, Oh my god, so much stuff. But they did do one thing right, they didn't put that weird-ass Mario pinball on here. I would have accepted Pokemon pinball. Yeah, Pokemon Pinball was a pretty solid franchise. I'll give it that. I'd, I'd, I'd be down for it. I've only played the one for Game Boy Color, but uh, I'd, I'd, I'd be down. Yeah, Mario Pinball was uh, pretty pretty fancy. But, like, you know, they had a lot of the cliche picks. I'm glad to see that they had stuff like, you know, Mario and Luigi. That deserves to be... I would say probably the most obscure game on this list, and cards doesn't count. It's just... It's not obscure. <laughs> it's just in the bargain bin. Uh, probably Ninja Five O, which again, I'm, I don't think it's really that great of a game. But it, it, you want something like if you're looking obscure but like super high quality on the Game Boy Advance, Super Gunstar Heroes, like, yeah, that's that's a incredibly high quality game that no one really got to play. Um, fuck all that, just emulate Mother Three. Where the fuck is Mother Three if this is the greatest of all time? Um. I'm I'm going to chalk that up to not being available in North America. If you want to say that's the stipulation. And IGN forgets that other places in the world exist. What what even is a Japan-only release? Right? Yeah. But still, uh, emulate Mother 3. You know, it's not a good game, but I could say, like, you know, it was better than some of the games on there. It's a sort of mana. Uh, better than card game. Better than card game, yeah. Better than tennis, I would say. So, it's a lot. This is just, yeah, this, so this successfully this, riled me up. This list, there is one thing that I will say did right. Talked about the Game Boy Advance. Castlevania Aria of Sorrow. That is, is so, number two. If if it's in the top three, I, I can be okay with that. You know, that, Mario Golf, and like, you know, Metroid Fusion. All right. Like, like I said, some of their picks, 
Makes sense, but they're kind of the no duh kind of picks of the library. The the placement for some things is just bonkers. I mean, Golden Sun was 24. Even just point at Metroid Fusion. Like, or Minish Cap was 20. Yeah. So y'all, y'all. Metroid Fusion and Minish Cap and Golden Sun were all below Ultimate Card Games. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not the expert that I think I am. Maybe everyone's gonna listen to this and they're gonna go, "No, nah, full of shit." Robopon was terrible. Which <laughs> Ultimate Card Games is better. They're not wrong. I'm, but... I'm I'm not moving off that fact. That it just blows me away. Yeah, yeah. But Jeez. I I am I am definitely down to uh, rip. This is fun. I like I like getting just absurd answers. Stuff. Yep. Yeah, yep. no, this is a good. I hope I hope people so, like me ranting about things that are just absurd. <laughs> so, granted, I didn't give you much time, but uh, what would be your top five? Hmm. Just at at this moment, we we aren't going to go down like ten episodes later and be like, remember your top five? What were they? Yeah, I don't know the see, exact order. See, I, I'm pretty biased because I really like Mega Man. Um, yeah, I would say my number one like a game that I go back to a lot. It's definitely Mega Man Zero Three. It very much deserves attention. Uh, Tales of Fantasia, like I said, that is something that deserves a lot of representation. And then, oh my God, there's just so many games on the Game Boy Advance. Robopon Two. <laughs> Nobody knows what it is, and I want more people to know what it is. <laughs> I like it more than Pokemon. It's robots. They're neat. Um, oh, probably like Drill Dozer or something like that. Though, like there are. Just some top-notch games on there, so yeah, it's not the most elaborate. We'll have to we'll have to do like an actual deep dive of like games that I like for that because I could. It's a lot easier when I can look at them all laid out in front of me, right? Right. Because I got yeah. I got the, a good handle. This is I was just trying to stimulate your prefrontal cortex, if you it, will. I, See, the, say what comes to mind first. The first one that usually comes to mind, though, is Mega Man Zero Three. Like, of the entire series, like, that one is probably the best playing and has the best story to it. You might be a little lost if you're, like, you know, but you don't have to be there for the story. You just have to know it's a robot fighting robots. Um, yep. Yeah, so that that's my number one pick. And if I had to pick something that, like, you know, who couldn't possibly not... You... Fucking like a like a Namco museum would have been a better variety than cards. <laughs> I'm pissed. Yep. Yeah. I, I think, think for me, I think for me, Mother Three, of course. If that's, if you haven't gathered that, that's cheating. Uh, Aria Sorrow. No. Yeah, Aria too bad. So, I, yeah. Yeah. You know what, Aria Sorrow. I'm surprised I didn't say that in my top three or top five. Aria Sorrow. Absolutely. Uh, I do. You know what, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, Golden Sun. Okay. And I haven't okay. even played these, but I, I can acknowledge because they are high on my want-to-play list. It is an RPG powerhouse. It is. It absolutely yeah. is. And being portable is kind of perfect. And I'm going to say Zero Mission. That's a good list. Yeah, Fusion. Was that yeah. four or five? I don't know. Who knows? They're all good. They're all, They're all good. Bettered cards. And Fucking, I'm sorry, yeah. War- WarioWare is great, but uh, no. Honestly, and if you know, if we if we want to talk cards on the Game Boy Advance, like any any of the Yu Gi Oh games, not solid, not twelve ways to play solitaire, three D facial builder, create, build a face, <laughs> build a face, everybody. Uh, this is the the ultimate card mees. Oh, I actually I do guys... want to see the face creator though. 
Oh, I don't. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just done. I'm done. I'm yeah. done. I, I I think I've I've done my rant for IGN for today. This is uh this has been fun. This has been a neat way to do an episode. Hopefully, everyone uh, listening enjoyed it. This went on longer than I thought it would, so that's uh, I mean a plus for possibly. I got madder than I thought I would. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because cards, not the right cards. God damn it! Uh, everyone, do us a favor. Uh, on the episode uh, social media stuff that we post <laughs> to let you guys know that the episode's out. Drop us what you think should be in the top five, or drop us the most bizarre take uh, if you agree with something on this list. Or if you or like if IGN for some reason. Or if you just like IGN for some reason. Yeah, I mean, get new, sure, reviews. Uh, that's questionable because their tastes are ultimate cards. I'm going to stop that now. <laughs> this has been the Optional Boss Podcast. You can find us on social medias on Twitter or Instagram at Optional Boss PC. I've been Josh, other one's been Tyler, and thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye!